This is The Truth with Sherwin Hughes on 1017 The Truth, The Truth app, and 1017thetruth.com. Welcome back to the program in studio from Baker Tilly, the Devil Up Initiative, Matt Paschal, and Don Bernards. Welcome to the program, gentlemen. How are you? Doing well. Very good. Thanks for having us. My pleasure. So one of you took the train in from Chicago. You took the easy way. And then, Don, you drove in from Madison. Glad you were able to get here. I did not order the snow, so do not blame me for it. Terrible joke. Sorry. <laughs> well, let's get into it. So, I come to find out that only 3% of new commercial real estate development is led by people of color. And so I'm not sure how familiar you guys are with the city of Milwaukee, but over the last 20 years, the amount of development that has gone on in and around downtown, we're talking about billions and billions of dollars. And then when I see this statistic of less than 3% of new commercial real estate development is led by people of color, that is a tremendous amount of opportunity and income and intergenerational wealth that has been kept from developers of color. So I guess uh, first and foremost, why the Devil Up Initiative? Because you guys could probably continue doing all sorts of other Baker Tilly related things, but why the focus on the Devil Up Initiative and trying to diversify the number of commercial real estate developers of color? Yeah, no, that's a great question. Um, I think in the really in the aftermath of George Floyd in 2020, we started thinking more critically about the role that we play in making this industry more equitable and how diversifying our industry drives meaningful outcomes, especially to your point for the communities of color that are often the tenants of affordable housing. Um, and so we were really focused on just increasing, um, really tailoring our services to better meet the needs of our emerging underrepresented developer clients, because we understand that that's the role that we play as a, as a corporation and really just building building their capacity to impact communities, not only in Milwaukee, but really across the country in the long term. And one of our you know core values at Baker Tilly, I've been at Baker Tilly 25 years, and um, one of our core values is stewardship. And it's doing the right thing for the right reasons. So it's just, it just the right thing to do. Education is a big component of this. Mm-hmm. So can you guys talk about what you guys do as far as providing information and resources because the commercial real estate development industry, it's not simple and it's also not for the faint of heart. So do you guys provide those educational resources to folks who are maybe in the industry, but maybe not as informed as they should be? Absolutely. Uh, Sherwin. So <clears throat> one of our, our, our pillars, uh, three pillars uh, to the develop initiative is really access to education, access to uh, uh Resource, uh, financial resources, and then uh, personal uh, connections as well. But back to the education, we can get into it probably a little bit later, but that's part of the, the actual physical training that we held here in Milwaukee. We're hosting something in Atlanta in April. Um, but we do a lot of, again, back to uh, teaching and caring. It's just something we do as an organization. We can, uh, we've can we been involved uh, as well in the Associates in Commercial Real Estate or ACRE program, which maybe some of your listeners are involved with. So we've we've guest lectured there. So education is very there's so many nuances, right? It's it's hard. There's high barriers to entry, uh, both financially and just even education-wise. So education, a big piece. Yeah, and really being focused on democratizing access to real estate education, because to your point, many people coming from our community don't have access to people that are in commercial real estate, don't know what, com- what commercial real estate is. They may just think that real estate is selling homes, right? And so it, it's our job, and we view it to be our job to really educate 
developers across the country in terms of the options that are available to them, but also to the younger generation, high school and college students, and letting them know that there's a wide array of things that they can do in commercial real estate. A big part is also funding and financing, and a lot of developers, really not even just developers of color, but just someone who might be new to the industry, like, where do you go get $40 million? Like, where do you go and get the resources that you may need to get the project started, especially if it's a large-scale project? Do you guys assist or connect folks with financial resources? And are there any financial resources that are specific, like the Devil Up initiative, to try and help developers of color get the banking that they need? Yeah, so our team specifically focuses on helping developers navigate the process to receive low-income housing tax credits. And so in the state of Wisconsin, that's applying to WIDA to receive dollars from the state of Wisconsin to build affordable housing. So we help developers navigate that process, which can be equity that comes in as part of their capital stack. But then we also are, we view to be our job to broker relationships between our clients and other lenders and investors to help them gain access to the dollars that they need to get deals funded. Because oftentimes we're seeing that our clients are coming to commercial real estate, oftentimes with no real estate background. And so the relationships with investors, with lending institutions, they just naturally don't have those. Um, and so we understand that, you're right, to your point, if there's no dollars, there's no deal. And so we understand that brokering those relationships is essential to getting these projects built and you know, kind of building capacity for the developers across the country. I'm going to find a way to use the term capital stack at least <laughs> at least once a day. So I appreciate that. Uh, gentlemen, uh, Don, maybe I can ask you this one. What are some of the most important elements of the DEVELOP program and why? Sure, sure. We might have you know briefly touched on it, Sherwin, but, but really we, we look at our three pillars again as, you know, access to the education, which we touched on, uh, the access to those financial resources. And as Matt kind of talked about, you, right, you can't, you can't build real estate without the capital. And... And just to build on that, there are a number of financial institutions. Uh, we could name names, but there's and reach out to us afterwards for for more detail. But there's banks, there's community development financial institutions, which has capital that is available for for newer underrepresented developers. Again, because some of our underwriting standards, quite frankly, are archaic. <laughs> Looking at you know not understanding you know the full risk and so forth, and then really kind of that that human capital, the connections, and that's some, something we do with the the physical gatherings that we put together. It's just you know, meeting people that are in this space already, um, people that, that have been in this space for 25 years, people that have been in this space five years. You know, there's such a great um, uh, ecosystem here in Milwaukee already, um, but but uh, it's, it's connecting those to lenders and others in the industry. DevelUp's business strategy focuses on helping underrepresented developers in the areas of education, relationship building, and securing finance. The DevelUp initiative has gained inertia over the last 18 months, last April, Baker Tilly hosted an educational workshop and networking event here in Milwaukee designed to help underrepresented developers conquer affordable housing, scale their businesses and build diversity. That initial develop event brought together more than 100 developers, allies and advisors to Milwaukee for an opportunity to network and leverage deep industry knowledge from experienced professionals. So then my next question is, how has the program been received? And I know that there seems to be an old guard in a city like this. Mm -hmm. These are the groups. These are the developers. These are the folks that always get the opportunities, especially for the larger scale contracts. And sometimes they don't want to change the way they do business. Sometimes mm -hmm. the world will change around them and become more diverse, but they don't necessarily want to respond in kind. So what has the reception been so far? I mean, the, we had very positive reception at Develop. And before the end of the event, we had people asking, you know, how soon can you bring this to other cities across the country? 
Um, so we know that there's a need for it. And since then, just the traction that has continued to gain in Milwaukee and in Madison in terms of local municipalities wanting to talk to Don and I and learn more about the programming, um, newer developers continuing to approach us and saying, you know, I don't know if this is the right time to work with Baker Tilly, but I want Baker Tilly to be engaged with me early on in this process as I continue to build my, my real estate knowledge. And there are also, you know, a number of state agencies, federal agencies, uh, you know, Matt, Matt mentioned the Wisconsin uh, Housing Economic Development Authority, or WIDA, which controls tax credits. They were very early in state saying, hey, we, we realize this, this disparity back to the 3% uh, of minority developers. Let's, let's incentivize. Let's figure out ways to get them involved. So, so Milwaukee, again, has been a very uh, a leader in, in producing uh, young uh, unrepresented developers in this space. More recently, DevelUp hosted a competitive opportunity that gave entrepreneurs a rare chance to, quote, pitch their commercial real estate business proposals to executives. Sounds like Shark Tank to me. In a real estate development, finance and more, their proposed projects ran the gamut, including large transformative community projects consisting of both commercial and multifamily spaces with an affordable slash workforce component. The participants received immediate feedback, financing connections and commitment of lifelong relationships in the industry, all critical components for success in the commercial real estate space. So I know this is a relatively new initiative. Have you guys seen any results so far? Yes, I think it's it's both in terms of new business opportunities that we have through people that want to work with us, but also just partners across the country that are coming and saying, we love that you all are thought leaders in this space. There's, we have not seen anything like this, this type of convening, this type of formal investment. And we want to figure out the best ways, whether it's from a thought capital perspective, education perspective, how can we work with Baker Tilly to, to move these developers forward? So it's been not only through um, developers approaching us, but also us being intentional and thoughtful about how we're going to do this has really drawn people to us. You Matt Paschal and Don Bernard, I just want to make sure people know who we're talking to. So go ahead, Don. No, perfect. Thank you, Sherwin. Um, and you know, in that, it's interesting, you know, we talk a lot about, right, the capital, the real estate, but even things like sidebars are, you know, how to grow your business, right? I'm So many people out there are sole proprietors, but what's their vision for their business? And I think back to the the, the uh, think tank and so forth, it's, yes, it's the real estate, but let's also focus on our business and how do we kind of grow that and, and hire and, and help build a wealth and capital for other uh, folks as well. And navigating the maze of subcontractors, I, so, I suppose it depends on the particular project, but there might be percentages of underemployed individuals and percentages of women you may need on mm-hmm. some of these contracts to meet all of the, the benchmarks set by whatever the financing deal is. That's not always easy, especially if somebody's relatively new to the space because you may not know the people mm-hmm. that can install your glass and do the metal work and your carpentry, et cetera. Do you guys have any connections with helping folks with the subcontract industry? I think I think a neat thing is that, you know, states um, – States like the state of Illinois, for example, is putting together actually a list of, of subcontractors. Actually, Matt's been actually quite honestly been helping to put that general contractors, various subcontractors, and so forth. Yeah, so I think um, we're trying to both congregate. We're trying to be a resource for our clients in, from that perspective as well. So when clients are approaching us and saying, "I had this deal, and that's about it." helping them think through, okay, these are the different vendors that you're going to need and being able to refer. And also on top of that, being able to refer them minority owned businesses to work with in particular, because we understand that, you know, that's kind of consistent with the mission of a lot of the businesses that we're working with. And oftentimes to the point you made earlier, those businesses are often passed over and not given the opportunity to, to compete or to participate in real estate development projects. So what's next for the devil up initiative? So we are currently in the uh, final stages of planning an event in Atlanta, Georgia, uh, this April, that's going to have 250 
attendees from across the country that's going to focus on broader commercial real estate. So everything from affordable housing to addressing education and health outcomes through real estate development to how to scale your business to talking about responsible real estate, so environmental sustainability and how our industry is changing, talking about um, environmental social governance or ESG and how that's changing how real estate companies and businesses overall think about their social responsibility to the communities that they're serving as well. So we're super excited about it. Um, and one of the things that we're most excited about is that we're going to have at least 30 students with diverse backgrounds attending the event, which was something that after the event in Milwaukee, we realized how important it is to use the platform that we've built to empower students and to bring students into the space so that they can get internships, ask questions, build mentor build mentorship relationships, and just see a room of people that look like them that are experiencing success. If people want to get involved, if they want more information as a potential developer or maybe seasoned people in the space that want to be involved in the initiative, where do they go and how can they get more information? So you can reach out to me at uh, matthew.paschel at bakertilly.com. Paschel is spelled P-A-S-C-H-A-L-L. Or you can go to bakertilly.com slash develop. Develop is spelled D-E-V-E-L-U-P. Man, Paschel. Paschel. <laughs> I'm not the only one that says Paschel. I'm just lazy how I speak. No, no problem. All right. Well, thank you guys so much for being here and making the trip. We appreciate it. The information was fantastic. Can you give your email address out one more time, sir? Yes, uh, Matthew.Paschel, that's P-A-S-C-H-A-L-L, at BakerTilly.com. And there's also information, I'd imagine, on the Baker Tilly website as well. Yes, there is. Which is simply BakerTilly.com. Dot com. Don, Matt, thank you guys so much for being here. Please try and stay warm, and hopefully we'll have another conversation again very soon. Yes, thank you, Sherwin. Sure. speaking with you soon. Thank you. You're listening to The Truth with Sherwin Hughes on the new 101.7 of M. Don't go anywhere. I'll be right back.